Welcome to another episode of Ran Out of Talent. I'm your host, Joe Zer Jr., and with me is my co-host, Ryan Greening. How's it going tonight, Ryan? Doing pretty well, Joe. How about yourself? I'm doing okay. Doing okay. Went, did a... Really? You, very, you sound melancholy. Well, there's a lot, a little bit of stuff bumming me out, and I'm worn out. So, I, I hate talking about other things on here, but I went to yoga this morning. And I tried the moderate yeah. class this time. I've been doing the easy class. <coughs> I tried the moderate class. I walked in, the instructor is this old woman. Like, old woman. So I'm like, oh, sweet. I'm. This is going to be an easy class. Nope. So, like, I was oldest, <laughs> I was oldest person in the class because all, like, 20 people in their 20s. And she she's doing these poses and stuff, and she's looking at us struggling. She's laughing under her breath type thing. It's like, dude, it was brutal. (laughs) It was brutal. This old woman kicked all of our asses. So lovely. Yeah, I'm bummed out though. I ain't get. I mean, I went slot car racing last night impromptu, but I screwed up. So I went. I was going to do a grappling tournament, but the way they um, structured it yesterday, I'm like, that's not safe for me because I went from having five hours to rehydrate to one hour. So oh, okay. I'm like, well, I got Saturday, Saturday off now. So I um, was going to go racing, but I got reckless on spending on Thursday, and I blew my RC budget on Thursday. And um, they canceled Motorhead Madness on Friday, and I was um, looking forward to that check. Oh, yeah, for sure. So I ain't have any real money to raise. Yeah. Oh, sorry to hear that, man. That's all right. But you raced. Yeah, I raced twice this week. I go from not racing for about three months to banging out two races in a week. I, I went to the toy box on Wednesday. That's had a blast awesome. there, and then I went to the five ten on Saturday. That's awesome. Um, so five ten, it was a trophy race, but the turnout was a little lighter for two reasons: Omaha, and people are scared about this coronavirus. Definitely, and and the toy box had a decent day too. There was a there were some people there that split their time between the two tracks yeah. so right right but um yeah um yeah every, everybody there had fun i <laughs> i had spoken with a few guys the night before and or two nights before maybe and we we decided that we wanted to run mod and chris martin said that he'd run mod too um, okay just to run the class i assume for reasons of having fun and then also he had some trophies made for that class yep. just in case it ran because it used to run pretty regularly there anyway um i'll shorten up a longer story i was the only one that showed up in mod trim so i'm out there i'm practicing i i give my my truggy basically no love whatsoever okay. i'm focused on just trying to not look like an idiot in two-wheel drive mod well about 10 minutes before the race program starts i realize I get called up to the the announcer's booth and realize that there is no mod two wheel drive that the other guys had had backed out and decided to run stock with with everybody else that was there. That's so a shame. I head back to my pit and scramble and I'm like, son of a gun, you know, I like I worked on my timing and was, you know, looking forward to having a consistent race only to realize that I, I now have to completely change my my gearing and figure out how to get my ESC back into stock mode so that I'm legal just in case right. anybody looks at my, you know, whether I'm blinking or not. Right, right. So, but it ended up being a heck of a fun day. I was very glad that I went racing, so. Well, that's good. That's good. Um, do you yeah. have uh, results from yesterday at all? Yeah, a couple in my head. And, um, as I get to them, I can find the other ones um i ended up winning the truggy class i won both my qualifiers there in the main event um there was a lot of carnage behind me and then in 
two-wheel drive stock uh, after the first qualifier. I wasn't even in the A heat. Mm-hmm. And after the second qualifier, I ended up uh, starting number two on the grid behind Kyle Holmberg. Uh, he got away clean, ended up winning the race, yeah. and it was just utter chaos behind me. And actually, if you look at... Um, if you go, if you go in and look at the uh, the graph or the chart, you know that shows you all the the lap changes. Yep, you'll see it's just all over the place. You know, it looks like a uh, a kaleidoscope or something. Right. I don't know. There's I, I would, but my phone's in uh, airplane mode right now because it was interfering with the computer really bad before I called you. Oh sure. So um. So, yeah, results were all over the place. I started second. Looks like by lap four, I had maneuvered myself down into fifth. Uh, spent most of the race there. Got back up to third and finished out there behind uh, Clayton Carluca and oh, Kyle Holmberg. That's awesome. So, that was, yeah, that was stock buggy. Um, other notables can hit the 13.5 wheeler a main that was won by kyle joe scaramel got second in that one clayton cartaluca third and then scaramel ended up winning the mod wheeler class just with the same car yeah just uh entered both those classes and then i I figured i'd give it a shout out um the gentleman that finished uh second to me in the truggy class drew dawkin i i hadn't raced him yet i'd I'd never met him and I, i didn't actually get to speak with him on the day but he uh he drove his truggy really well that's so, that's good shout that's out good. to that guy yeah um, uh wednesday night i i just raced two-wheel drive buggy and i want to say i finished third there too okay so nice. tony slatton got the win there i pitted next to him so that was fun catching up with him i hadn't seen him all winter so yeah yeah good times there's talks of the gym closing for a couple of weeks, so I might have to hit a weekday race if they stay open. Dude, I don't know who's going to stay open. Uh, Andrew made um, just made a pretty blunt post under his personal page. Right. So it's like, yeah. I mean, he's basically saying, hey, you know, this doesn't affect us, but we're going to kill old people. And... And by Andrew, we're talking about the proprietor of the MMR Raceway here right, in St. Louis right. Park, Minnesota. Right. And I mean, I get it. I do. And uh, I've been a little more careful. But I haven't, like, I've been more careful. But it's like, so I went grappling today. I went to yoga class today. That type of thing. Right. Um, yeah, I um, my whole reason for going to... To Brainerd for the weekend when I started planning it over a week ago was twofold. Um, I wanted to watch some NASCAR with my grandpa, who had um, he had just uh, had a triple bypass recently. It ended up being a double, and they fixed the third one. But um, he recovered very slowly from that, and I got over to. Uh, abbott northwestern to see him quite a bit while he was here i just hadn't seen him since he went home so i was going to go see him and then uh collect my dog from my parents but i ended up just staying away from my grandparents you know just just in case you know yeah never know well as there's there's no reason not to be careful you know yeah there's nothing dumb about being careful Uh, there's a lot dumb about going to stores and cleaning out their supplies yeah, for but sure. There's nothing dumb about being careful. Yeah. So my friend who co-hosts a cauliflower ear podcast with me, he goes, I had it in December, I guarantee it. He was um he was sick for two weeks, coughing, snotty, stuff like that. He probably had it in December and didn't realize it because it wasn't a thing. Oh, okay. You know, there's a lot of people like that that it they they've already had it and they didn't realize it. Now people are just more hyper aware. So yeah, yeah, interesting times we're in. Let's. Uh, I know. I yeah, curious to see how it all goes. I uh, myself, um, 
you know, I don't really, I don't really foresee that I'll be stopping work. The construction industry, I don't know that yeah. they really pay attention yeah. <laughs> to this well, kind of stuff going same, on. Uh, same um, in the metal, you pretty metal much got to show up to work as long as you don't have two broken legs. Same with the metal so, stamping world. It's the same deal. Right. But you never know. I mean, if I'm going to get it, it's from one of the dirty sons of bitches I work with. <laughs> sure. I mean, seriously, they are rough people I work with. Yep. So. I I need to uh I need to stop a couple habits. I need to quit quit maybe quit going into gas stations so much. Yep. And uh other than that, yeah, just be mindful of what I'm doing, but if we do end up on some type of home quarantine, uh my wife said there's plenty of projects that we can get done around here. Uh, I Yeah, I know what have, you mean. Have <laughs> uh Xbox and racing simulators, RC simulators, RC planes, high racing. I got, I got plenty of reasons to not leave my house. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking of doing either one of two things. I'm thinking of either buying two new mini tees and Joe three and I making a little course in the basement <laughs> because he they're out of school. The kids are sure, and then um, or I'm thinking about getting a. B six point two and building a fresh one and giving Joey my old dirt one. Cool. If I if I get quarantined, I don't think yep. I'm gonna get quarantined. Like I said, I work with a yeah. Bunch. If I do, yeah, exactly. Yeah, if I do, I might have to bust out my SC twenty eight, my twenty eighth scale short course oh, with yeah. the Fox livery. That's awesome. I mean, dude, we're we're. we're RC people can find a way to have fun for sure without leaving the house. Right. So. Yeah, we're all kids at heart still. So. Yep. Um, tell me about slot car racing because you must have went with Senior. Oh, yeah. Fuck, dude. And so. he went He went Friday night too, right? Yeah. So he went slot car racing Friday night, yep. RC racing Saturday, and slot car racing Saturday night. So here's the deal. They, they run the program to where your car runs out of fuel. But I don't think it runs it right. So my car starts out fast as shit. I, I missed a qualifier, so I was in the B main. I missed two qualifiers, actually, because they run like five rounds of qualifying. I ran three of them. They run way too much qualifying. We didn't get out of there till 11.30. But anyway, <laughs> but you know what? It's fun. I was announcing some of the races. It's fun to announce. Um, was Saturday at uh, A-Strike? Yes. Saturday okay. was at A-Strike. Uh, Brad Sadvig was lights out gone. He made a new track record. Oh, yeah? He made a new track record, like a 10.1. And everybody else is doing like 10.9s, 10.8, shit like that. But anyways, right so, so I'm driving, and it's like my car is slowing down more and more and more. I'm like, well, the motor, mu it's seniors rent a ride. I'm like, the motor must be getting weak or something like that. And then the second the program ends, I ain't stop. This they got out of the program because you have to get out of the program to load another race. The second they got out of the program, my car was instantly full speed again. So there's something with that race program <laughs> that was slow. Well, it picks on people. It literally picks on people. The owner of the racetrack, so they're running fuel. He had to stop twice as much as everybody else. <laughs> okay it's just the the program they run's a piece of shit they should go back to the old analog lap counters but right on. it is what that, it, that sandvig is there anything that he doesn't race i don't i don't know because I, mean, I see i was poking through i went and uh you remember we talked about the minnesota meltdown yeah going down with the uh the m core guys over at uh mmr yeah, yeah he did some oval. oval um i saw he was in the results for that i had no idea that he was into that at all I, it might have been a rent right i don't know if it was his but yeah it's like all of a sudden he's like yeah let me try some oval it's like oh sweet so i'm waiting to see his results down at t's and also for him to pop up at hobby farm yeah because then he'll basically have completed the entire minnesota cycle pretty much in one winter pretty much it's pretty awesome good uh, for him yeah 
I'm a little disappointed. So last week I took Joe three to a regular um, a regular club race at the five ten. They got a brand new decoder, yep. so it reads all the transponders now, not just a two wire. So if you have three wire, it'll read you now. Um, Joe three got his first win stolen from him. Oh no! What happened? <clears throat> So Joe three and I forget the guys. It's Scott something were battling for the win, and a guy put his disa uh, an adult put a disabled four wheel drive buggy back on the track and just took him out several times. Oh bummer! I just feel so bad. And so I've been going through the, his results because at the five ten they've changed the layout, but he's a novice, so his laps are going to be about the same no matter what the layout is. He started the winter at sure. thirteen laps. In the middle of the winter, he's at fifteen laps. Last week he was doing seventeen laps. So he's, <laughs> right on. He's picking it up. But man, I felt so yeah, bad. Yeah, he is. I felt so bad. It's but. You know, it's part of it. He's going to get his win eventually. Yeah, no doubt. So, and if, since uh, racing's canceled at Motorhead Madness, if 510 isn't closed by then, I'm sure Joe 3 and I will be at the 510 next Saturday on the 21st. Cool. Yeah, it's, I mean, we'll see. We'll see how far this goes. Um, Illinois, after... Illinois after tonight, everybody has to shut their restaurants down. So, oh, no kidding. Yeah, they government ordered. It's getting, you know, maybe we'll have to, if we get bored enough, maybe we'll have to do daily podcasts about something. So God, let's hope it doesn't come to that. No kidding. I mean, we barely have enough uh, <laughs> content to do a show every other week. So... Um, oh, um, Troy Gubbins, a former guest, went to the Roaring Nats and won, um, 13.5 and took fourth and modified. So Minnesota has another national champion, which is awesome, I think. Was that like 12th scale only Nats or is it everything? It's everything, but he only runs 12th scale. Right. But oh, I cool. I, um, did I think, anybody else join him in any other classes that you noticed? I want to say he's the only one from Minnesota that I noticed. Okay. He's uh, really been on it for the big events he, this he year. Has, he has. I mean, he he's always been fast. And I think he found his um, new favorite, uh, that Destiny fits him so well. Fits him way better than the CRC or, dude, the Destiny fits him. And he's been putting in the results since he switched. Do you know anybody else in Minnesota anyway that's uh, running those cars for uh, 12? Rick Falstecker. Okay. I think, I don't know if Isaacson is or if he's still trying to make his own stuff. Um, but there's a couple drivers. Sure. Um, well, big congrats to Troy. That's awesome. Yeah. Cool news. Scott Jakes is a United States um, manager for Destiny. Speaking of Scott Jake, so his uh, new tire is out now. Well, it's going to be out. He's making advertisements for it and stuff. So. Is that for a rubber tire? Yeah. Okay. He's going to distribute it? Yep. Right on. What's the plan there? Do you know what the distribution channel is? I'm guessing it's Scott Jake's locally is going to provide Andrew Mowry only. Um, oh, okay. Andrew Mowry's the only one in the state that Scott Jakes will sell JFT tires to, so I'm guessing he'll be the only one to sell rubber tires to him also. Do you think he'll... You do foresee Andrew doing anything with that tire? Yes. I I bet you that will be his new GT12 tire for... Uh, I haven't spoken to him. This is a prediction, but I'm guessing it's going to be his GT12 tire for the 2020 to 2021 season. Right on. Well, I wonder... Yeah, I hope uh, they got some time to to figure everything out with it. Right, right. Uh, cool. Oh, something new. Yeah. Something new in 12th scale. Yep. Uh, the EOS race was canceled. I know um, 
fellow podcaster Aiden Burke was looking to go on that one. He does the Extra Lap RC podcast. Yeah. Yep, that was canceled. Scott Scott Ernst stayed home. Um, let's see here. Oh, so I was listening. Speaking of podcasts, I was listening to a Hobbyplex podcast. That one, it's not hard to find, but it's silly. He should have his own RSS feed, but he's on his sister's RSS feed on Weber-sized. Okay. That's how I, I listen to that on Stitcher. But um, he's uh, thinking about putting in the bid for the 2021 Nationals. Oh, right on. So I might do the 2021 Nationals instead of the Sprig Champs in 2021. So, 10th scale again? Yeah, 10th scale. When when was it last that they did that? It was just within the last few years, wasn't it? I want to say 2016 is the last time they had the 10th scale. And then 2018, okay. they had like the ENATs or something like that. That's cool. Yeah. That is, that is such a mint place in general, but like super mint for tenth, big 10th scale races. Right, right. Oh, at the spring champs, he's talking about at the end of the race days having big mini T races, like thirty of them out on the track at once. Nice. That'll be. That's fun. a good idea. Yeah. Well, that's the way a mini T will be fun on a track that size. If you get like thirty, forty of them, you're gonna have to put different color tape or something on your vehicle so it doesn't get lost in the shuffle. Yeah, no doubt. Or I guess that would that would even kind of be part of the fun of the chaos. Yeah. Um. Since we're talking about Hobbyplex, they had their Techno Series 8th scale, mostly nitro, some electric race I going on this weekend. I didn't see results, but I saw qualifying that Tebow and Van Dalen were out-qualifying each other by like a tenth. Let me see the graph of the race, but Seth ended up winning it by three laps. No, he won. Yeah, okay, so I'm saying by qualifying, like... Tebow yeah, made yeah. a post saying, like, I out-qualified Seth and E-Buggy by two-tenths, and he out-qualified me and Nitro Buggy by, like, a tenth. That's awesome. Yeah, nice close race. But yeah, come to the race. Um, I didn't look at all of Jared's laps, so I assume somewhere in there you're going to find a discrepancy, but... I'm sure there's a... Three laps is about a flame-out. I'm not. Uh, there's a 27 second lap. Did he just blow out? You think? Um. Here's a 40 second lap. That looks more like a flame, being that yeah. you know some of their laps were in the 18s. Right, for sure. Regardless, though, who? Uh, yeah, yeah. Seth put it to everybody again at the Hobbyplex. That's uh. Pr- pretty much owns that place this winter. Right, right. Um, I see Zach won Truggy. I saw yeah. that. Yep. Zach's still on fire. Um, looks like he broke in the mini Truggy class. Yeah. So the old man, I, I believe Sean took the win in that one. Good, good. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's a fun place. You know, next winter, that's where I might have... That's where I might have to get my nitro fix because I'm announcing the MNRC this year. Right. Um, so since you're doing that, are you planning to hit uh, Rick's races or FTR races or anything for yourself? I'm planning on hitting something. I don't yeah. know. You're, like, and you're not you're not going to try to like get one class in and you know have somebody cover you just for fun. Just mini do some truggy. running for fun, like say mini truggy. Mini truggy, mini truggy, because that class needs every entry can get. It needs. Me. Yeah. If cool. It, if so it, you will you will have somebody step in and announce for yeah. you, so you can get a little bit of playtime on right. the MNRC weekends. It won't be fun. It won't be. Oh, well, not with that attitude. Well, you know, I, we, we've we've had this discussion a bunch. It's just a way different mindset to race and announce. Yeah. Um, I'll but be, I'll be too high. To be strong. fair, I mean, the mini truggy class is a slap down class. Yeah, uh, yeah. There, there's nobody else in it that's going to be taking it any more serious than you are. Yeah, I don't know about that one though. I do. 
I don't know about that one, like um, Mike Nesbitt. Mike Nesbitt okay. takes that class in serious. general. In general, now, yes, you're you right. Sh- you you're shouldn't right. be going into it, you know, wanting to compete. You should just want to have some fun because you don't I have always the time want to, compete. Even, to compete. Even you don't have time to glue up special tires if somebody right. figures out a hot tire and wants right to do that, that which nobody does because they all just bring the same tire whole shot or double round. d whole shot or double d i think i'm yeah. gonna build a set of whole shots with um closed inserts because the stock inserts in the whole shots blew apart long before the tire was bad oh really yeah i mean they it crumbled it was sure, but yeah, yeah. M. I guess if you guys were running M threes, M three whole shot stadium truck tires are pretty damn hard. Yeah, they are. Um, no, it was fun. Uh, some guy named Wes just sent me a outdoor dirt setup. I'm I was so excited. It was way different than what I was running. Sure. So I because I couldn't figure that truck out all last summer. I'm like, God, it's gonna be hell. Just just um doing announcing and trying to run but he sent me that setup and i was just excited couldn't figure it out huh i was getting there and then i it's like one step forward three steps back type situation it's like oh i figured this i couldn't out. even figure out how to turn mine on last summer yeah no kidding no kidding so um, I have a couple more notes, and then we can get into questions if you want. Real, real quick before I get into notes, is, um, just again check out uh, Donathan RC, um, and uh, check out uh, put in coupon coupon code talent, and you'll save ten percent off all orders twenty five dollars or more. Just a quick little plug from last episode. Lovely. Um, Proline's coming out with a 10-scale buggy fugitive tire. Do you think that's a... Yeah, how about that? I, I don't get it. Is that a reaction to what J-Concepts is doing? What is J-Con doing? Fill me in. Well, they have the Sprinter, and they I think they just came out with something else, too. Yeah, but Proline, oh, wait, yeah, Proline had the slide job. Yep, Proline also... I'm thinking Proline did the... Revised whole shot too for ten scale buggy. So what's Proline planning? Have no idea. Because they're coming I, out. Who who's using these tires is what I want to know. Uh, is is Dirt Oval big enough for it? So maybe they found something else that Dirt Oval. will work better for the Dirt Oval guys. Dirt Oval is so big right now, and I think you're right. I think it's more of a Dirt Oval thing. Um, it's funny that the type of dirt oval that's so popular right now, because it's, you know, if these guys are running rubber tire, that's not high bite dirt oval. That's not what they do at tees. That's more like what they do at hobby farm. Right. Right. Um, which, yeah, I don't know to each their own, but gosh, I, I had a lot of fun when I was running at tees. Right. Um, let's see here. Oh, I covered the closures and races canceled, which is sucks, but yeah, I I get it. Um, one more last thing on my notes. So I'm helping out a neighborhood kid really getting to RC. He came to my house yesterday with this clapped out bandit. I went to the, we have an airsoft store in Elk River that sells everything Traxxas. I went and got some rear hub bearings just to get them by because his rear wheels just wobbled like crazy. And I go, sure. I go, you know what? I've got a B4 you can have. It was just a slider. And then I found some tires for him, and then I found a shitty Gen 1 Tekken 17.5. And I'm just looking for parts to help him out. There's a guy like um, Josh Sinclair sending me a bunch of B4.2 tires. Because it is a different axle size. Like I had to drill out some B6 rims. And a guy guy on the old school RC group is sending me a body for it. But, you know, anything to get the kid going. I'm going to give him a Spectrum DX3R radio. 
But, yeah, anything to get him going. You know what I mean? I, I could use the help just putting it out there. Um, he's one of Joe Three's friends, so I'm sure he'd come to the track with Joe Three. Sure. That's mighty nice of you, Joe. Yeah, I know. But I'm just putting it up. The only reason I'm putting it out there is because, you know, a little bit of help would, if anybody's got, like, we need, like, a servo, an ESC, and a battery, I think. is Right on. So, that's just what we're looking for. And the kid is shockingly into it. He's like, I watch YouTube videos all the time. It's like I'm wrenching on this bandit constantly and doing this and that and the other. And it's like, dude, that's awesome. Joe 3 just likes to race his car and then go and play the second the race is over type situation. <laughs> so maybe this will get Joe 3 into wrenching a little bit. I doubt it, but maybe. Yeah, I doubt it too, but I think it's still going to be fun for them. Yeah, it will be. Um yeah, so that's all I got for notes. Do you have uh, any notes currently? No, no. I uh, I've been a little bit switched off yeah. to uh, what's going on around the region lately. Um, just uh, I did exchange money with somebody to procure an RC8 B3.1 nice rolling chassis. Okay, you're going also, that. So. Also bought some tires, and it is on. Well, I'll send you a setup then. I'll send you a couple setups. That's good. I will probably never look at them, but it'll be nice to have them. They're they're not my setups. They're Kyle Holmberg, so that you know they're good. <laughs> that's not what that's not what I meant. I, know. I just meant that. I bet you any money, I'm going to drive this car. It's going to be pretty decent, and I'm not going to touch it all summer, other than preventative maintenance it's my I probably, I probably won't do much of that either it's my favorite pillow ball car i'll tell you that much yeah it'll be interesting for me i i've never adjusted a car to put more steering in it so a, a car that steers that much it's going to take some getting used to yep yep all right let's or see. i might just have to tune it right out of it with, with just by adjusting the springs right right um let's see here questions brett algren goes uh yeah could you deliver some tp to my house i'm almost out <laughs> you know what's funny so the wife went to the grocery store to get she she needed a gallon of milk and some other little things you know all the toilet paper was gone and the bleach wipes you know what the shelf was full of yeah do you want to know what the shelf what's was that full? Theraflu, cold medicine, the things that will help you. The shelves were The same things that will help symptoms? Yeah. Yeah, it's like you fucking morons. All of you. But, you know, what's nice is, so my wife goes to Costco about, like, once every two months. And she just bought toilet paper last month, and she buys two of those giant packs. So we we don't have to worry about that. (laughs) Sure. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not too worried about stuff like that. Hey, that, that Brett Algren guy, does does his current appearance match his Facebook profile? Yes. That's awesome. Yeah. So what's give me some backstory behind uh, his rocker look. He's a metalhead. He, he played bass in a metal band. He's a good drum. Yeah. He's a musician. He's a legit musician. Um, cool. I've seen him play the drums. He's a damn good drummer. I think I've seen him play the guitar too. He's a legit musician. He's uh, he likes metal, a lot of metal, but right he, he, he likes funk too. He's he's a uh, really into music. So very cool. I dig it. Yeah, Chad Johnson. When is Ryan gonna commit to a nitro program? I think you answered that one. I did. I just answered that, Chad. Uh, but. Let's let's back it off on commit to a program. Um, my program is g- mostly going to be drive it for fun, and uh, I'll probably show up to a couple of races, but I'm definitely not even going to promise that. Yep, yep. Ah, dang. I did not win a radio. I wa- Fucking, I'm doing these raffles again. I'm wasting so much money. I went, yeah, I, I, went, I went for an I, M17 this time. 
Okay. Nope. And everybody's got their um their vice, I guess, and yours yours is it's tossing a, money away on basically pull tabs. It's yeah, I was gonna say it's virtual, it's virtual scratch offs. That's what it yeah. is. It's virtual scratch offs. With the slightly better odds, but yeah. And you're not the the good thing about it is you're not annoying anybody at a convenience store. Right. I'm with not your a, presence. I'm not holding up a line. I'm just um yep. quietly and shamefully put my PayPal down about once or twice a week. <laughs> um we got quite a few corona questions. Um Oh boy, because you know, we're total experts here. Yeah. Um Jeremy goes, thoughts on racing during this Corona BS? Be careful. I don't know if it'll be allowed. I literally do not know if it'll be allowed. I think the government's going to shut shit down. As they probably should. Um, Like I said earlier, just to be on the safe side, and I was becoming more and more aware of it, you know, as you are just becoming more aware of everything you do right now, right? Right. And... Children are the dirtiest, filthiest things on the planet. Oh, yeah. And there's nothing you can do, to, you know, to to stay away from that. Getting my, if, you're, if you're surrounded by them. And, yeah, getting so. my kids to shower daily is such a struggle. Dude, it's knock down, drag out, kicking and screaming. I don't know how to shower. It's like it's... Yep. If you're if you're efficient, it's five damn minutes shower. And every everywhere you go, you see people not washing their hands after going to the bathroom. Right, and, right. So, um, uh, John Bolton, maybe tired dope kills coronavirus, and we'll all be fine. God, wouldn't that be? That's that's actually half of the thought process going through my head this week. And I was like, well, um, I got liquid wrench going into my bloodstream Dude, right now i live by, i live by that kind of bro science <laughs> <laughs> um he goes now that uh people will not be traveling and large events being forced to cancel do you see a basher side growing crawling can be done anywhere with the new world of social distancing like I said, I'm looking for, I might get a couple mini tees to race in the basement with Joe 3. I mean, I could see that becoming popular for sure, crawling. The crawling segment grows Everybody gets every time somebody gets their feelings hurt at the track. So mm-hmm. I think actually crawling will plateau for right now because you need to have races. You're right. And you need to have people getting butt hurt to You're get right. into crawling. But you know what, though? Like, for me, as a pure racer, you know what sounds like a lot of fun? Like what? one of those 8S X-Maxes, something that can just fucking do damage. I'll do you one better. I think when I look at the newer model, the Max, yeah, the smaller model, I look at that as being, I just look at it and I think that thing's going to break less. Yep, for sure, you know what I mean? for sure, yeah. I know what you mean. Less weight, less inertia. It looks tough. It looks really tough. And I'll be straight up honest with you. Um, I don't often think about bashing. And every time I go to Dollar Hobbies, I look at that thing and I'm like, yeah, if I just if I just had, you know, a, an extra 600 bucks laying around that could do no good anywhere else in my life, boom, I got that thing. Exactly, exactly. Um yeah, John I'm also totally with you there. Yeah, John also wrote, sounds like the CDC is now recommending no gatherings of 50 or more. Other states are going to enforce this next week. They will force a closing in many tracks. They will close restaurants and bars. Thoughts? It's going to suck. This whole thing is going to suck. But you know what? If Read um, the owner of Red's Racing's daughter daughter's deal and she was saying what's going on in italy right now i don't want america to become italy and people right. are, people are coming up with excuses they're like socialized medicine and they're like everybody lives on top of one another and it's an older population all three of those things are true that still doesn't mean it can't spread around that fast we live yeah 
we live a quarter acre apart, but when there's a hundred of us in the B dubs, it can spread to all of us like instantly. Right. So, yeah, it's it is what it is. You know, at the five ten, dude, it's been a while since they've had fifty people in the door. Still, still, I think Chris is gonna make. I haven't heard from Chris. I don't always think it, so I can't speak on that. Um, Ryan Knutson, uh, thoughts on the novice two wheel and four wheel at the toy box and how it's helping new people get into racing. Well, Ryan, I like it cause I have to fix Joe three's B five way less because there's no, <laughs> there's no pro fours hitting them head on. You know what I mean? Sure. I, I really do like that and i i'm happy they have enough there to fill two separate classes yeah it, it's cool to see that many. sometimes it's not full that that thing is twofold the the principle behind it yeah is awesome right i love it what what i don't love is that it's the same thing that i'm always bitching about and i'm starting to feel like an old man like perhaps like you yeah. When I when I bitch about the fact that stuff like that creates the need for volunteer marshals. And that, that does suck. It's fine volunteer marshalling once in a while. I I feel it's it's all of our duties to do that as a very small hobby that does not create a bunch of revenue for track owners, so it's not like they can hire staff to do stuff like that, like say going to the actual dirt track or going to a motocross track. They can't afford, you know, the equivalent of flagging staff. Sure. It's something sure. we got to do. But we can do things to alleviate the pressure on that, and that is to run less classes. You're right, but every time Joe... But nobody Bur- likes to be in a B main or a C main. I know. And but- I just... All you got to... All we got to do, and I used to do it. I'm, I'm not afraid to say it. When, when I ran a lot more races at the Toy Box and at the 510... I would stack heats. Yeah, no. They, and that, I think that made a more fun experience for everybody there. You had guys with less skill in 17.5 buggy. They weren't getting run over by the likes of the local fast guys because they weren't in the same first right. heat. And inevitably, unless somebody broke, they wouldn't be in the same second heat yeah. either. Uh, uh, uh. Big yawn. That, that's my biggest bitch about the toy box. It's like... One time we had seven mini truggies and he busted up into a heat of three and a heat of four. It's like, what are you doing? At that point, you are holding us hostage. If you run eight in a main, you should be able to confidently run eight in a qualifier. If you can't do that, you're not running your program properly. People will learn to run together, but if you do it once and there's a, a qualifier of a carnage and you bail right away, people aren't going to learn to work with each other. Hey, a totally different train of thought, but still on the on the toy box. I forget. Have you run that new layout yet? Yeah, once. What a blast! It is, a and blast. I know you didn't like the varying levels of traction or whatever you were talking that, about. That was my I did issue. not feel that on wednesday so maybe give it another shot because i I had a freaking hoot on that layout and the 510 layout we'll see both of those tracks are money right now for clay racing we'll see i mean well the 510 it's well the 510 is 35 minutes where the toy box is an hour the toy box is a longer race day no matter what because they run heats at three and four I mean, I have nothing against it. It's just, dude, getting out of there at 6 o'clock on a Saturday is not my jam. Yep. But maybe I will. It's, there's still, maybe he'll be the only one open next week. Right. Who knows? I, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if anything's open next week. (laughs) Yeah. Everybody will be watching reruns of old races. I started, uh. And I think it's more due to the fact that I'm buying a nitro car again. But I started watching videos on YouTube again. So I was watching uh, 
watching Ryan Lutz spin laps last year at the Southern Nationals. Right, it's fun. And I still got to say, like, oh, I, if I was ever going to spend a bunch of money to do a travel race, which I'm not, but yeah. if I was, it would be the Southern Nationals, hands it, down. It's a beautiful, All that elevation. Yep. They have so much dirt to play with there. It's a beautiful track, and it's not a it's not a joey track so it doesn't get stupidly blown out it gets character yeah it gets yep. character and you might have to change your line through a couple corners but you're not As fighting the track you are still racing the guy next to you sure and and i thought connor had a decent point actually he was i was showing it to him and he's like yeah i'm really not into tracks that require clay tires for a scale and i was like you know what i'm not either and I think that might be a motocross thing. Yeah, I think well, we like it when there's multiple lines in a turn. Yeah, you know, here, there's not the just deal one too, spot where every fast guy is going. You could also run a track like FTR to where it doesn't get really blown out, but it's he he runs at Lomi. He runs at Lomi yeah. to keep tire wear down, and you're running M3 hole shots. You can you can have it both ways. It's just you got to be able to put in the work. Sean puts in the work. He has an awesome track. Absolutely. Yeah, I was, uh, just had a conversation with him on Facebook recently, just uh, reminding him that uh, whenever the new block motors come out, that I'll be getting one of those for my car. Sweet. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, let's see here. Got one here from Cam. What? Do you think of the amount of tracks around the state? Could we use more A scale tracks, less ten scale tracks, indoor A scale? We could use less of everything. If I want to be perfectly honest with you, Cam, <laughs> we for sure like up in Duluth. It's perfect. They got an on road track and an off road track. Down in Rochester, it sucks because they have the oval track, and that's it. You know, they don't have anything else. But I think that's awesome because they're all there. All the guys that well, want to RC. You know, you're right. And But that's the same thing with Duluth. All the guys that run RC, they run on-road in the winter and off-road in the summer. Yeah. Um, what I think... We... I, I don't think this exists because multi-multi-multi-millionaires are not dumb people. That's why they have so much money. But we, a hobbyplex, if you get a hobbyplex located in like, I don't know, someplace inexpensive, let's say Rogers, except Hennepin County taxes, but whatever. Let's say we get a track. You want everything to be close to you. Of course I do. You are hands down the most selfish RC guy that I know. Dude, if is it Rogers and like there, there's a place 500 feet from my work, an old Best Buy. Yeah. But okay, let's say down in your neck of the woods, I don't know. Let's say Northfield. That's too far. But you know what I, I mean? I think it would I think it would effectively not not so much the toy box cuz they kind of exist in a vacuum and then they have, you know, they have a sustainable thing going with their local guys and then they yeah. kind of just usher in and out other people that also race at MMR and the 510 yeah. and all that but everybody else um I think yeah I think the 510 would suffer even more I think no everything would, would everything would everything would everything um well here's the deal if something were to open in the center of all the tracks it would just, we'd have one track and we'd be done with it. Yep. Yeah, it's like we always say, people would vote with their wallet. Um, and there's there's nothing, there's no opinion of mine no. that's going to change anything like that. All I would hope for, and, you know, I can wish in one hand and poop in the other, but what I would hope for is that there were enough people that still wanted to race 10th scale and they would do both yeah, like they do. Sure down at the hobbyplex but i think everybody around here thinks that they would want to be racing eighth scale more than those guys are down there they don't race and that I, much over time i don't think that would be the case they don't race a scale down there that much they run the techno that's, nitro that's series. what i'm 
That's what I'm saying. You know what's killing there? What's killing everything there? And this will piss you off is carpet off-road. That is decimating everything they're doing. Really? Just because, dude, there's no tire prep. You drop the car and you go. And when your tires get yeah. a, a little worn, you SXT them. But yeah. I, I get your point of view on it all. Um, let's see what else do we got here. Well, it's it's not really a point of view. I just I, I I get some enjoyment out of it. I mean, I I like going to MMR once in a while. The only reason I haven't gone there at all this year is because I don't have a car for it. Um, and you do need another car, but for I. It. I definitely don't prefer it. I just, yeah, I came from motocross. I like dirt. I like bumps. And that's why I put up with mold and liquid wrench. And I don't do the tire prep that goofy people like you are trying to do. Yeah. So. Yeah, right, right. That's how it goes for me, man. I know, I know. I'll, I'll, keep, I'll keep racing clay until I can't. But if clay goes away... You know, if 10th scale indoor racing in the winter ever goes away, yeah, I'll, I'll find something else to do, and I'll, I'll have a ton of fun doing that, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Joe Scaramel just talking about what John Bolton said about how it's real, and he's sure it's going to slow down racing, et cetera, et cetera. We got one last question. Jeff Ford is wondering, Ryan, what's the heaviest or strangest item you have craned into position? <laughs> well, um, if if we get down, if we're being really technical with his language there, and he asks what I've craned into position, um, I've only done a couple jobs for customers so far. Um, most of the lifting that I do or hoisting is back at Vic's yard, their laydown yard, where we keep uh, crane components and counterweights and stuff like that. Um, but anyway, the other day I got a whole bunch of seat time. Uh, I was hoisting 5G antennas, so I'm like so, a oh. I'm like a death. I'm like a death dealer, man. You are. Like, you're, you're gonna I'm putting 5G towers in the into place. I'm gonna be. You're giving us killing everybody. Cancer. Jeez. I really hope that that stuff is all a farce. I know nothing about it. So I'm heavy um, into conspiracy theory. And okay. So I'm not like Eddie Bravo, like my life doesn't revolve around it. It's like I listen to the conspiracy and I put it into sections in my head like it's possible and then maybe and then that's total and utter bullshit. <laughs> so the conspiracy with the coronavirus is what really happened was in China they released 5G and that was like you see the old men dropping in the streets. And that was a result of it. And they intentionally let this flu out. So when they ro slowly roll in 5G, no one will notice and they'll think everybody has like the corona flu and all that shit and hope they'll get... Okay. It's it's silly. That's the, in my... That's bullshit. Um, file. Okay. Where do you stand on whether or not 5G is dangerous? Do you have any background on that? Maybe. Maybe. Just because... Dude, it's... You're screwing with waves, and certain people are certain people are sensitive to electronics. Okay, um, sure. Mentally and physically, like a great example is Joe Three on a tablet physically gets addicted to the screen, to where Jackie's one hundred percent fine when you take it away. Um, you have situations like. A famous example is a character in a TV show on Better Call Saul, Saul's brother, was allergic to electricity and electronic components and all that. Well, okay. I, lo I looked into that, and that's a real thing, and it's not all mental. So those people hmm. who are sensitive to that kind of stuff, 5G might kill them. But a normal person, I think it'll be fine. So might kill people. Well, that's <laughs> that's kind of daunting. Hey, actually, uh, I can return to Jeff's question a little bit. I okay. didn't lift this, but I, it was the crane that I'm assigned to. That was our job for the day. We went to a veterinary clinic 
in, I think it was down in South St. Paul. And we got there and we were lifting out an old incinerator and putting a new one in, you know, they're yeah. huge, huge right. furnaces. And I was, I was just brain dead that day. And I looked at my, my operator and I was like, what are they, what do they burn with that? You know, is it garbage or what? And he looks at me with kind of a, you know, yeah, like you're uh, a retard look on his yeah. face. Like, dude, it's, it's dead dogs and yeah. cats. Right. Yeah. It's fucking dog. And I, it just hit me all at once. I was like, Oh, bro. And you know, at, at the end of the day, cause I had to climb up on the unit right. and hook the crane up to it. Yeah. And at the end of the day, I've got black soot all over me. And that's all of these people's beloved pets that have, you know, departed and been cremated. It was just, I was, um, yeah. I was thoroughly disgusted at the end of my work day. No, you're right. So there you go. There you go, Jeff. Yeah. That's the weirdest one. Um, I was going to say, I had to pay double to have Ralph have a private cremation instead of having a cremation with a bunch of other animals. And what they would have done was they would have just given us a random pile of ashes. Sure. How screwed um, up is that? Yeah. It. I mean, the more practical thing is to just, yeah, whatever, put my dog in with all the other dogs. You know, what does it really matter? But there's a sentimental exactly. side of it, too. And, you know, where I would, I would have buried Ralph. But it's illegal to bury your animal in the city proper of Elk River. Yeah, I think it's pretty much illegal everywhere. But as far as out in the country, and I'm speaking from my my Brainerd side of things, is you know most people just wanna wanna dig a hole and toss them in, and you know plant something nice like a tree right over the top of it, and then they can uh, you know use the carcass for nutrients or whatever i'm not a botanist mm-hmm. but um but yeah uh jeff asks because um a member of his family is romantically involved with uh, one of the dudes that i work with at vix and this guy his name's arnie he can't remember my name to save his life That's so funny. he and a few other people around the place just call me pepsi <laughs> and that was that was unbeknownst to me for a while you know, because I just I showed up at this at this place of work with no crane experience whatsoever. You know, I just somehow I jammed my foot in the door. I got lucky, and I got in. And uh, so anyway, I'm just the the nut that showed up from Pepsi, and I'm like, well, that's kind of cool that I have a nickname. I've always wanted a nickname, but it's pretty ironic that it's literally the worst job that I've ever had in my life. Yeah, no kidding. That is now. <laughs> That is now my nickname. That is funny. So, so yeah, just call me Pepsi. Yeah. All right, Pepsi. <laughs> now there you go. Sh- sh- that is it. Should we end this one? I'm out of talent myself. How about you? Ah, oh, I just, I don't know that I ever had any to begin with, Joe. I know it's what it is. I I'm just <laughs> excited. I can help new people getting into this. I'm I'm. The, the kid came over right before this podcast started, and he's like, I'm Yeah, tra- good for you. He's like, And I'm- actually, um, real quick, let me stop you, and we'll get back to it. Uh, do you think a ProTech 3600 um, thin pack would help out? Yeah, possibly. I've, I've, had, I've had one sitting around doing nothing. Um, you know, they were all the rage for the stock Wheeler class. Mm-hmm. Back when I entered that, you know, you had to, you got to throw a lot of money at yeah. a four-wheel drive buggy to get it right. anywhere near minimum weight. Yep. And so I bought this stupid little pack that is no use to me in a stock buggy because sure. my car's not heavy enough within yeah. it. Oh, heck yeah. That would help a lot. I'll tell you that cool. much. Um, well, I'm, in, I'm in for a battery then. Sweet. Thanks. But what I was going to say is, so right before this podcast, he came over with that motor I gave him in hand, he's like, uh, do you have any motor screws? I was trying to put this in the car. And he's like, I got a pinion. I'm like, I got a bigger pinion because it, it's a really weak 17.5. 
and he was yep. he was trying to put like a twenty one tooth on it. It's like I gave him a thirty three <laughs> tooth. So he's like really that, into this. It's cool. It's very cool. That's an old Redline motor. Yeah, just, is that what that was? Yeah, just an old old piece of junk. Right on. Those, I used a couple of those when I first got into RC. It'll get them around. And when no doubt it will. And I have other motors too. Eventually, and you know that'll be fun if like. I met my be- my best friend running our RC10s up and down the road when we first moved Elk River. Yeah. Senior and I used to just drive cars up and down the road, and this kid comes up and goes, oh, I have one of those. I, um, In a seven-year-old way, without swearing, I said, bullshit. And <laughs> so he comes up the road with his RC10, and we've been like best friends ever. We both had BMX bikes. I bought my first BMX bike from a from a RC dude, Bill Dalgard. <laughs> I got a nineteen eighty seven PK Ripper. How about it, dude? I loved it. I loved it. Old hippies would go nuts for that nowadays. Have you seen what they're doing with the PK Ripper now? Sorry, this is a total different thing. And I said we're gonna like end. the new, like the newer ones. Yeah, they're making like a twenty four inch, a twenty six. They've got inch. a twenty four, twenty six. Yep. They yeah, I just saw a twenty six at uh, the local grocery store yesterday. Actually, that looks attractive for my old ass. <laughs> I was one. I was. I was wondering who it was attractive to. So now that you've answered that for me, I was well, like, the reason is what is the market for that? So, like, I want to sit down and ride a lot of the time now. Sure. And it sucks doing that on a 20-inch bike where you chop the seat post to get all that. That's what the 26 inch is for. And I I love rippers, so. All right. I'll take your word for it. All right. All right, guys. We'll uh, talk to you in a couple weeks. See ya.